Right, Craig, you go, mate. Go, go, go. Wait, 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 wait. That'll do. Yay. Yay! He did it! <laughs> Special okay. treat. Good lord. You can tell he's on telly now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the BBC, there's budget here. Ah. Um, it is budget. Should we do the thing? Yeah, come on, let's, let's do, do this. To every number one ever, just as every number one will welcome you. It's a podcast about reviewing every song that has hit the UK top spot from the years 1952, when it all started, to now, when it may as well all bloody end. <laughs> Joining me and you on this magnificent but redundant mission today in anagram form is... Mr. Corgi Whale, also known as Craiglow. Hey. <laughs> Corgi Whale, the adorable aquatic treat. <laughs> really good bum, really good bum. In the oppo box, they call him Dr. Mealy Oilman, <laughs> but we know him as Dr. Liam Maloney. Mealy. Mealy. Oh, a horrible descriptor. For full points and purpose, please away to episode zero. But for you right now, myself, Mr. Elnuth Wardmote, <laughs> Corgi, and Dr. Oilman will each have three number one singles randomly chose for us. While we look at them individually, we then have to judge them as a three. If we deem the three good enough, they'll be placed in our ever-growing Chum Neapolitans. Yes, the anagrams are keeping going. However, keeping us honest is the fact that if we destroy our three bunglers nominees, no idea, then we have to reach into the afterglow bingo busman and pick out a number two single, which will be placed in the Chum Neapolitans. No questions asked. In the main, this has... We find our... ourselves funny, don't we? Is this, is, is, this how, is this what it feels like to have a stroke? Just not understanding what anyone's talking about? In the main, this has art tarot weed, but as previous weeks have shown, every classic number two single, there's an ace bust McClaw lurking to torpedo our decisions, so choose very wisely, lads. Dr. Liam, help. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We need to pick the machine. Thank God, yes. Oh, God. Right, here we go. Um, Machine of the week. And today's machine is called... Chuck D Drive. I like it. Chuck D Drive. He's the front man of public enemy, but you can put a DVD or CD in his mouth. (laughs) Um, Without further adoement, shall we dive in? Come on, mate. It's Patreon. It's Patreon. It's Patreon. We would 
would like to take this opportunity to thank our top Patreon of this week, who is Claire Natasha. Thank you very much, Claire. If you head over to Patreon, you will find all sorts of fun stuff, including extra podcasts, some outtakes, and a picture of me with the lead singer of Awesome. It's Enjoy. It's Patreon. Right, Elmuth, you're up. Hi. Well, what's this just appeared in front of me? <laughs> it's number one, number five, seven, one, which hit Ooh. the top spot for three weeks five, seven, in one. May of 1986. Oh, that's later than I would have gone, actually. Chuck D, do you got any more information for us? Let's see what's available. Nish. Boo. Right. I'm not going to bother asking you to guess, because if you pull this one out of your Aris, I'd be very surprised if you'd like to roll it on. It's the time of year, now that spring is oh, in the air, when those two wet gets... Chicken with spit an image. I can't believe Craig. Uh, well, if anyone was going to know what that was, it was going to be Craig, right? <laughs> wow. Not just novelty, <laughs> but novelty parody. It's the cast of. It just, was it just. Listen, it was spitting image, wasn't it? That's the Venn diagram of everything I hate novelty yeah. and parody. Yeah. It's the novelty song to end all novelty songs, or at least so they hoped. Spitting image, the great satirical TV puppet show, reaches out from the TV and takes to the pop charts with a song lampooning those shameless, idiotic, black lace-like holiday hits like Agadoo, The Burgundy's Birdie Song, The Conga, etc. And they actually roast black lace in the song. And Curly, greasy well. hair, is it? The motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, the song was written by Rob Grant and Doug Naylor, who went on to script the massively successful Red Dwarf on BBC Two. Yeah. Ch- yeah. Chicken Song uh, was at the top during the summer of 86. In fairness... For me, it wasn't really the A-side that stuck in the memory. It was the B-side, which was uh, so incredibly offensive, but stuck the uh, test of time. As wave an introduction to that B-side, let me wiki-fist you. On the second B-side, because the single was listed as a double B-side... <laughs> um, a lot of time for that. ...was another popular B, song B, from... <laughs> B, B. <laughs> It was another popular song from Spitting Image, which was I've Never Met a Nice South African, Ooh. which mocked the apartheid era's, uh, the apartheid era nation's white people, which obviously, as you may know, has the unforgettable chorus hook of I've never met a nice South African because they're all a bunch of racist bastards and they hate black people or blick people, hence the joke. Um, the 12-inch single also contained... Um, a, a song called I've not listened to this but we might need to dig into this at some point called Hello You Must Be Going which apparently is an Ian Hislop written parody of Phil Collins and the fourth track on the 12 inch is a song called We're Scared of Bob right which is a band-aid kind of song for Africa parody of all the bands explaining they only did Live Aid because they're terrified of Bob Geldof. Are we sure that's parody? Uh, well, I think... You were a stringy bugger, par- but, I bet parody, he, but I bet he could knife you if he wanted to. Parody's very close, do you know what I mean? Parody's got to kind of follow the trace of reality to be parody, really, hasn't it? Anyway, what's your views, guys, on the Chicken Song by Spitting Image? It's, I mean, 
if you're going to let a comedy track in, why are we not letting this one in? Well, because... do you know what, Craig? And I'm, I'm not looking at Liam's eyes because I know what he's doing. I know he's staring right <laughs> at me thinking, you prick, you do not let this in. But I'm in agreement with you. I think if... Uh, did Black Lace have a number one? I mean, I don't think he did. If they did, I would set Black Lace on fire. Let but me confirm this. on the data set. I would imagine they probably came close with an album. I, I reckon. No I reckon. I'm going to say Agadu. Agadu. I think might be a number two. Right. Ooh, so, that's you know, exciting. I can do a quick check. Correct on the number two. No number ones, right. but Agadu was a number two. So that might there we go. Okay. We can let that bad boy in. Um, I bet the just... listeners loved that live Google. Just the the sexy and that was, that was just live 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 wiki. <laughs> Liam delving into his mind. That was the tapping you heard. Um, just to uh, to round off this bit of his chat. That was the 18th biggest selling song of 1986, beating Madonna's True Blue, The Bangles Walk Like an Egyptian, Fuck. and Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. Oh my God. Right, so um, Kitchen of Distinction, I am closer to the fridge than I am the bin, but let's be honest. <laughs> I'm unmoved. I, I'm, I'm at my Liam. starting point. You know, I've not even left the blocks. I am. Um, where, where do we begin in the kitchen? Well, I've drawn my kitchen. I'll send it you at some point. It's got an island. <laughs> Please put it's that on a, Patreon. It's a, it's, I will do it. It's in a U shape. And Craig explained in one of the earlier episodes, and I quite like the fact that you st- the cool fridge is like that's i'm in the fridge that's where things are safe and the bin is the other side of the u are we gonna have so to change the podcast to being called the kitchen of distinction well no we can't because i think the kitchen of distinction is named after the indie band kitchen of distinctions but so there might be a little uh. bit across over there however yeah i think we we should we should all three of us should draw <laughs> our kitchens draw our kitchens a share do you remember before the pod started i said i was going to try and make it snappy i've talked about kitchens now we're well, half an hour in just so you know um, <laughs> i am uh like legs akimbo straddling the island just rubbing my taint all over it so right <laughs> oh. in the middle right i think that's a good uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite close to the fridge so i'm all good i'm just well, i'm absolutely got... unmoved by the whole business We've got, um, and you know, no pun with Liam's uh, motion, but we've got a fair spread as we look at number one, number 92. 92? Which was number one for two weeks. 50... Go oh, no. I'm going to say nah, 61. Six, 61. Yeah. Oh, she sort of stuck with you. Um, 59. Your first guess there, 59. Yeah, oh. it was... Uh, Number one for two weeks on the 16th of October, 1959. Chuck D, anything in your brain? No. Nothing. So, you know how your um, heart usually sinks with the 50s? Craig, I'm guessing he's looking at you. Me? Oh, yeah, I love the 50s, me. Well, no, no, we, we, yeah, but you know, like we always think. It's a big bag of shite. It plays. Come on. All right, okay. Oh, oh, Matt the Knife. Um, go on. I, I believe in you, Liam. I he, believe in it's you. It's not Rat Pack. Do you want the initials? No. Okay. Um, Bobby Darren. Yes, my yes. friend. Huge, huge crooner, tuner. The last song of the night in Hawthorne's, the nightclub that we used to frequent. So it kind of tri- uh, tweaks my Proustian. 
or Proustian, should I say, composed by Kurt Vile yeah, yeah, and Bertolt Brecht. In the Bretney um, Opera, yeah. That's the one, my friend. Weird choice, really, isn't it, to change like a kind of bit of light opera into a croon or something. But it is gangster, isn't it? It's about... Uh, yeah. I, I think it's, it's got cool. A li- it's got a lightness of touch, though, hasn't it? Uh, well, this this particular version has. I mean, I, I, the Robbie Williams one certainly doesn't. I was about to say I wasn't going to mention. <laughs> I wasn't going to stink the room out with Robbie Williams. But yeah, the um, it's got this has got a real glide like cat crosser hot tin roof type ness 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 to it. Sinatra says it's the definitive version as well. So if Frank says wow. it is, it is because Frank's version is great. Actually, I remember having that on a comp. It was really strong, um, and he he was kind of renowned for it as well. And it, I think. Also, Frank Snatter Jr. did loads of Mike the Knife as well, so it has yeah, become kind of like all he did. All he did was Sinatra stuff, so yeah. <laughs> that's not hard to believe. Oh yeah, <laughs> who's listening to his original material? <laughs> oh, Junior, he's great. Yeah, that new techno sound that he's got, really great. <laughs> not everything you truly love is an insta keep, but this has placed everything in the fridge for me at the moment. I'm. You know, it's. Re- I, I really, really love Mac the Knife. Have you it's climbed cool. into the fridge? It's cool as all hell. Unfortunately, the fridge is not that big, but I've got my arm up to my shoulder. Oh, there. so you've gone like, oh, wow, gosh, yeah. like... I'm fisting a fridge. Bovine deep yeah. in the yeah, fridge. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Bovine deep, York, boys. That's the what Yorkshire we've got vet to. in a smeg fridge. That's what it is. Yep. That's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> just to be contrary, I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to say that... Uh, yeah, I'm further away from the fridge with my indifference to Mac the Knife. <laughs> so oh. that that is, that is, that sums me up perfectly. That Spitting Image was the keep out of those two <laughs> in a lineup. <laughs> Can you describe Craig Glow in a sentence? Well, he preferred the chicken song over Mac the Knife. <laughs> um, as we still have, surprisingly, and I'm genuinely surprised we've still got a fair spread of opinion as we walk into the eyeline of number one, number one, three, three, two. That's 1,332. 2010? It was, it was number one for five weeks. Oh, five okay. weeks. So it's our longest stay on oh, are the we, are we sharing 9th, 9th of November in twenty. 17 Chuck D Drive. Do you have any more information that is needed? Nada. Would you like to press play? If it's going to be uh, an Ed Sheeran, no, not particularly. <laughs> I didn't say yes and I didn't say no. Okay. Hey. Oh, it's um, Havana. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind this, actually. Uh, Camilla Cabello. Havana. Tune. If if I could move the webcam, I would just put that my first line is I don't mind this actually, which is exactly what you said. So when the first when the the machine sent through the first two songs and I was firmly in keep mode, I was really worried about this third one, and especially when I saw the number. Give it a listen. It's got that. It's a bit miz. It's a bit miserable. It's featuring Young Thug. The Young Thug section in this is fucking hilarious completely unintentionally it's a it's not mumblecore craig it is it's a little bit like oh god no in fact i can't describe it without having to bleep it it's not i'm gonna have to bleep it he sounds like a (laughs) (laughs) he really does he really does craig do you remember gucci gang 
Gucci gang. Oh yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, we're not far off. But he doesn't finish. One of you two guys was going off at this the other week, where he doesn't finish off words. He's like, "Gone have van with the meh." What? What? Are you all right, nurse? Nurse, he's out of bed again. Um, Wikipedia said the song is sultry. Uh, It's certainly (laughs) successful. This song reached diamond status, gentlemen, in October 2021. And Camila Cabello is the first Hispanic singer to reach this milestone. Wow. Young Thug is the gritting with the pearl. I've no problem with this, as I already said. It is a medium to hard keep. I'd probably put it down as a medium keep. Boys, how do you view my three? Oh, we're, we're looking as if I'm going to say that I'm going to bin them all because I'm such a country bastard. No, but no, 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 no. But you were leaning that way. And I do, I do like Liam's live editing. That's what I like. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, again, it's all a bit beige, uh, but it's... Chicken song's not happy. beige, mate. <laughs> I'm quite happy to keep this. It's There's nothing offensive enough to chuck in the bin, but... Um, it's it's a soft keep, shall we say? Okay, Liam. Not that it matters, but yeah, well, yeah, I, I rarely matter. Um, oh God! Absolutely keep chicken song. Yeah, is, is, is twaddle, but Mac the knife. You cannot get, right, get it in there. Get it in there. And Havana. Yeah, awesome. Really, I really like it. It is sultry. It does give me a semi, just like a slightly sweaty semi. Ooh, a sweaty semi. Yeah, it's heat. It's, it's what a melanous as uh, you get in. Uh, what what film is that? Help me out. Birdcage. No. Someone needs to drain his cheb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing pleases me more. <laughs> this, they just fall out my mouth. <laughs> nothing pleases me more than starting the show with a unanimous thank you very much. <laughs> That means we're on to the next victim, and I believe it is me. Mr. Oilman, Dr. Oilman. It was the mealy. I didn't mind the oilman. It was the mealy that bothered me so much. First one for me is unique number one, 89. Oh, right, so we've had 90, so this is going to be 57, 1957, 1956. What number was uh, Mike the Knife, Matt? 92. So this is 89, so there's only three away. So, so are we still in the same year? We have 1959. Yes, we are number one for six weeks on the 31st of January, February, March, April, May, June, July, uh, 1959. I, did, I had to do my fingers again. I'm really It's sorry. all Caesar's right. fault. This yeah. is where the Patreon money's going. It's going to, it's going to get you a <laughs> my first calendar. <laughs> Basic literacy courses for me. Um, Chuck D. Colon Drive. What have you got for me, baby? Nothing. Not a snossage. This was a six-week number one in 59. So, substantial number one. I that means think, nothing in the 50s. I reckon Craig's going to be a hard keep on this. I reckon Matt's going to be a hard keep on this as well. And Liam's going to want to burn it. <laughs> Let's see. Got myself a Living doll. Talking, sleeping, walking, 
Who is it? You do. It's it's Cliff, it's Richard Cliff and, and the shadows. shadows. No, no, no. It's the shadows before the other shadows. They were the Drifters, but not the Drifters. Not the Drifters. Yeah. Uh, obviously, here's where we point out that this is not the only time this uh, song will be appearing in this podcast. And, um, yeah, yeah, with the it, young ones, with the young ones. And yes. I'm not, I, I'm not being funny. I don't think it was long after the chicken song hit number one. Probably not living. Uh, it would. Well, it was the first first comic relief song. So yeah. oh fucking hell, Probably. yeah. All oh, right, okay. So yeah, it's. I don't have a great relationship with Cliff, but if any Cliff has got to go in, and I feel Cliff should probably have a show in. There are better Cliff songs out there, though. I think. Did, yeah, did Do you want to dance? Get to number one. Um, Wired for sound did. Yeah, Wired for sound <laughs> is. is that, I'd, I'd say Wired for sound is better than this. A fucking brute of a song. Mil- Wired for Mil- sound. Millennium Prayer certainly did. Right. So, what do you think, Liam? <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from what Craig just says, then get rid of that smell. Anyone got any air freshener? <laughs> so, do you want to dance? Our didn't make it to number one. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Come on! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I'm, I'm ruined. I'm ruined. I've cancelled myself. Number one, unique, 118. <laughs> Chuck D. Drive. Oh, wow, we've not moved far. <laughs> Give me some information. It's been... Ooh, oh, we've not had one yet song. so far. No, we haven't. And they're usually replete. Where are we? So we're in the 18th of January, uh, May 1961. <laughs> Thank slow. you for the Too notes, Too slow Matthew. with the notes. <laughs> Um, this one was a new one on me. No idea who this bloke was. Um, oh, as well. The chances of you guys getting this are bupkis. But let's just see what happened. <laughs> just on the off chance, I'll give you. I'll give you twenty seconds of it. Sell it, love. Sell it. Ooh, Ooh. I like it. I like it. Yeah. We've not had enough instrumentals yet. Got me now. I did this. You are is correct. Is it an instrumental? It is instrumental. Brilliant! It is by Floyd Kramer. He was a, an instrumental kind of pianist guy who did kind of rock and roll covers. That's actually the cover of a Duke Ellington tune done in like a early rock and roll style. Early, well, 1961, we said. So, yeah. And it does have slightly like surfy kind of bass guitar-y twang stuff mm. in there. It's kind of cool. Um, like, it's a fucking banger, right? I don't hate it. Like I'm not instantly polluting my trousers with delight at the thought. We all started dancing. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of good. That's something. Yeah, but is it good enough? <laughs> mixing that with Living Doll, I'm feeling cool near the fridge-ish. Yeah, fridge-ish. Oh, I'm certain, certainly in the fridge. You're in the fridge, Craig. I'm in the fridge. Did you really dig that, Craig? Drastic. I really did, to the point where I will be doing further research after this part. Well, that was On the Rebound by Floyd Kramer. Yeah. Cool. Um, for, the, uh, for the people that are registered blind, Craig has got a massive grin on his face, so it really affected him in a positive way. He felt emotion. Um, <laughs> final one. Mus- music and emotion. <laughs> final one is Yes, Corgi Whale. Um <laughs> Final number one is unique number one, three, three, 
He's oh you <laughs> bastard! Did you enjoy my? In- Did you enjoy my inter- intonation there? Yeah, well, especially considering for a minute, I think we all thought you'd frozen. Yeah. Yeah, unique number one, number three. Um, let's see if there are any additional facts from old Chucky Chuck. It's been. So another one-week wonder. I've got two in a row now. Um, so unique number one, number three was number one on the twenty-third of January, nineteen fifty-three. God, I love this. I'm smelling the dust. So how did this only stay for one week? This is the the era of twenty-week runs in the charts. Yeah. What? Who did he offend? It's not. I I I think this, there wasn't as many long. St- I mean, they were on average. There was long- only about four songs. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> they just took a turn. They just went round what, and round. What were the hymns? What what the songs did Jesus write? Millennium Prayer. All things bright. Well. All things bright and beautiful. Millennium Prayer. The birdie song. And uh... I do only made it to number two. <laughs> um, there you go. Have a bash. Hard pan. Vocal over here. I'm guessing. K-Star with Comes Along a Love. Love it. Absolutely, properly love it. It's great. Just, um, it was one of the last, I think it was the last number one written by a proper Tin Pan Alley composer as well. Oh, wow. So you've got a little bit of notable business on that. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it's the one that's left me cool out of the three, but it still oh. goes off like a fucking rocket. Yeah, I think it's... No, I, I think I think if you were going to choose a cross-section of like pre hundred number ones. I mean, this covers the bases quite nicely to the point where we could just say no to everything that comes in there is, before hundred. You know what, Craig, Craig? There is a pattern. I I've recently re-listened to our output on this and I've noticed that you are definitely pushing to just get the whole of the fifties and push it off the white cliffs. And it, it, you almost feel justified with this one saying, "We've done it." That's it. No more <laughs> for the next end. for the next like 150 episodes. Craig will be going. Do you remember that episode where we got case star? <laughs> We've done it. Leave it. Just leave it. Oh. The 50s are done. Nothing of note. Move on, you boys. Know, like, after you've had an argument with someone and you've both like agreed a truce, but you're still not happy about it, and it's going to go on for a few days, and someone says something, and like, remember, I'm sorry about before. You know, I said, and, and just leave it. We're done. Like. Put it aside, and I'll come back later when I've calmed down. That's Craig, Craig's approach to the 1950s. When did what the 1950s the, end? It? Episode 16. <laughs> um, so, I love the second two. I really like the kind of the really daft, instrumentally nonsense of Floyd Kramer, and I love the K-Star tune. It kind of harks back to another era, and it kind of links with that Bobby Darren one a little bit. I find living dull incredibly turgid it's it's like someone's Compa- let down compared the to those other two yeah I was about to say compared to those other it's alright living dull but compared to those other two it does sound I'll give you that it does sound turgid compared to the other two but I'm guessing Liam what's your choice keeping it for me Mr. Lowe Keeping it, of course. He's let the the 50s 50s in. in. No, we let. This is it. We draw a line. No more 50s from Craig. He will let no more. This far and no further. (laughs) Can you smell the love in the air when I say, too unanimous, keep the boys? So let's see if we can make it three. 
what are the chances? Let's dive in and find out from um, Corgi Whale. My first number one this week is number one, number 297. It was number one for five weeks, starting from the 30th of January in the year of our Lord, 1971. Oh, he's on it, he's on it. So close. Chuck D, any facts for me? Mm. Nope. Well, uh, good start for me. Press play. Okay. Oh, my sweet Lord. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm... Wilbury rules apply. Oh, of course. This is an automatic keep from me. Can we just, yeah, let's just explain for people that might have died that uh, onto this, people that have listened to episode zero, we did say that we would be making our own rules as we go through. Craig I don't remember made... agreeing to this rule, whatever no, it was. No, 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 no. <laughs> Craig has made his own solo rules. <laughs> what are uh, these? He says any, any, any of the, the members of the Travelling Wilburys... Right, of which... Um, sorry, Craig, who was that? <laughs> this is George Harrison with My Sweet Lord. And George Harrison was in the Travelling Wilburys, as was Roy Orbison, as was Tom Petty, as was Jeff Lynne, and as was Dylan. Dylan, yeah. So so by my own stupid rules, I decided that if <laughs> any of the Travelling Wilburys number ones come up, it is an automatic keep from me, so I will be going on one for this one. Fuck Craig. What's coming next? <laughs> and I don't Let's mind this tune. The this Chiffons did it better. How dare you. He's So Fine was a better song. He's so fine. I think, I mean, they are incredibly, well, did it go to court? Yeah, yeah I'm did, sure it did. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I think they're both brilliant songs. Yeah. But mm. only one one's about Jesus. And that's the, the Chiffons. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious but joke no, from Raymond Matt. There we go. I'm so surprised you want to vote for that's... a Jesus Jesus song. Oh, it's a beautiful song. It though. wasn't written by Prince, obviously. It's not really a Jesus Jesus song. I mean, it's it's a sort of religious song as opposed to a Jesus Jesus song. It's it oh, mentions Krishna. plenty of other religion. Yeah, there's a lot of Krishna Krishna in there. Oh, there is, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because this is when he'd gone yeah. like full orange. Yeah, this is row. proper Harry Harry. Yeah. 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 Harrison. Um. Work. It doesn't bother me. Look at Liam making absolutely making Beatles jokes as he's tossing them out like they ain't no thing. Moving on, ain't letting them hang in the air. Me and you, Craig, slap jawed motherfucker, dishing out these peng puns. Peng puns. You've never sounded whiter. And it's weird because I'm really red. Right. <laughs> Excellent work. Well, following quickly on from that, let's move on to my second number one. Yep. Going further down the spectrum, this is unique number one, number one thousand one hundred and forty-seven. Let's, let's just let's just underline Craig is keeping this. <laughs> oh yeah. God, what is this? This was number one for two weeks, from the sixteenth of October in the year of our Lord twenty ten. Uh. This is also a radio edit. Okay. From the original song. So, oh. Uh, oh, is it CeeLo? Let's play. Oh, As Craig mentioned, was it last week or the week before, he prefers mm. the radio edit? <laughs> yeah. 
because we had another. T- I can't remember what the tune was, which was. Uh, uh, we, was we were, we were discussing. We were discussing. We were discussing the Black Eyed Peas uh, to hear that article. Obviously, head over to our Patreon where Matt has recorded a small thesis on his dislike of the Black Eyed Peas. It's very balanced. <laughs> but I discussed that I like some. Sometimes radio edits can be the benefit to the benefit of the track. And I think that Forget You is a much better sounding and written track than Fuck You. Okay. For, oh God, I feel... I feel uh, Liam, how do, we, how, how do we feel about one of the uh, most danceable songs of the last 20 years? <laughs> Set it up. Just put it on a tea peg. That's it. And pass Liam a driver. <laughs> hasn't he been like... Do, do we not have to invoke... No, he hasn't. Do we... I don't think we... No. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not have to invoke the Chris Brown rule? <laughs> That's not a rule. That is not a rule because we smashed it with Dizzy in episode five. We even said he beat his girlfriend, but it's all right because he's not a nonce. And then in episode 12, <laughs> start going fucking, oh yeah, he is missing. That's bad. We need to make a decision or just judge him one at a time. Oh, well, in this case, this. One, this one's I really homophobic. Get over it. He's a really hor- horrible homophobe, so no from me. Oh, right, okay. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm not. That a took the wind out of your fucking cells. <laughs> <laughs> Still keeping it. <laughs> By your own rules. Craig's a homophobe. Next. Whoa. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that where the line is? That's a weird line. What, the fact that the, 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 the people that you listen to, you take on their views? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jesus Christ, the only fucking... I will get rid of my Michael Jackson collection immediately. <laughs> and the only classical music I've got is two fucking slabs of Wagner. What the fuck does that say about me? Craig, um, give us your third. Help You know us. what, Craig, actually? Um, I, it's a really good song, and you are absolutely right about Forget You Being Better. Yeah. Uh, the, the melody works better with two syllables instead of one. It does. I yeah. don't understand why it was originally written as "fuck you" because it does. It works far better with forget. Because he's a fat, angry man. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being a fat, angry man. <laughs> also, the um, I was trying to think. There's another song that changed from a swear and became a better swear. song, and that was uh, "Sheets the Freak," right? Because that yeah. was "fuck off," wasn't it? Originally? Fuck off. Yeah. It did it did, which would have been rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. And wouldn't have stood the test of time with that baseline. Swears aren't always cool. <laughs> Moving swiftly on to my third and final of the week that I've already gone on. Uh, this is unique number one, number 155. This was uh, number one in the year of our Lord, 1963, from the 1st of August. Uh, Chuck D, any facts for us? It's been... Yes, it was for one week as well. So, 63, one week, probably no guesses. So, I would imagine you will get this quite sharpish, though. Okay, let's so, see. So, hit play. Devil in Disguise. You look like an angel. Oh, is it? Walk like an Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam, don't back out. You got it. No, no, you absolutely I, nailed it. I didn't realise the verses were so like... So slow and then it kicks yeah. in double time for the chorus. So yeah, this is Elvis Presley and the Jordanaires with uh, open brackets, you're the close brackets, devil in disguise. Uh, this 
is the song that John Lennon on Jukebox Jewelry said he would give a miss to because Elvis was now like Bing Crosby, quote-unquote. Hot kettle, I feel. I, I feel that this is probably one of Elvis's better tracks. <laughs> and this is this so, is relatively... What year was this? Sorry, Craig. 63. 63. So, unfortunately, we're right slap-bang in the middle of the soundtrack years, I think. Yeah, but he's not, we're not in, like, fat Elvis territory yet, are we? Oh, no, we're nowhere near no. fat Elvis yet. Yeah, it's a bit decent well, yeah. actually. It's I one like, of the better. I, I like, I like this. This is a good Elvis track. I, I think it's it's danceable. It's singable. Like I think it's good fun. Um, it's quite short as well. If memory serves, it doesn't like stay outstate welcome. It just kind of comes in like, like a big most dick Elvis songs. Fun. I think it comes in at like two minutes thirty. I think. Um, it's two minutes twenty actually. God, God, it is short. There we go. Um, and it's got a guitar solo in the middle. <laughs> well. So, Craig's three, George Harrison, CeeLo Green, I'm and Elvis Presley. I'm quite Presley. happy with that, yeah. I'm happy with my straightaway keep going on one. I think I couldn't get much better than that. Well. Liam? Keep it. With those three, I think a, a, a worthy, a worthy addition to the Pantheon. And that, I think, is only our second fully agreed episode. Well done, everybody. Oh. Wow. That was... Gosh. Very easy episode, no debate really. It was just, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I mean, sorry, listener, it was quite boring listening to three men agree <laughs> on nine good tracks. It really was. Let's hope that next episode we just get a big bang of shits that you can all laugh at us for listening to. <laughs> and on that Cody note, let's, whale. let's wrap up. Whale. As mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, we are available on the socials. We can find us at facebook.com slash E-N-O-E podcast. We're on Twitter at E-O-N-E podcast. We're probably on other social networks. You might find us on TikTok at E-O-N-E podcast. Uh, Friends reunited at uh, every number one ever. <laughs> every number one ever 70 because 69 was already taken. So we're just going to come up. <laughs> All the cool kids. <laughs> yep. Uh, you can find us on the interwebs at www.everynumberoneever.com, spell that however you'd like. And of course, if you would like to invest in this fruitless enterprise, <laughs> as other people now have, please head over to patreon.com slash E-O-N-E podcast where you will find... E-N-O-E. <laughs> Is it just E-N-O-E? E-N-O-E, E-N-O-E podcast. I'm, I'm yeah, bit... you were throwing in a lot of random O's there, mate. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oh. Uh, E-O-N-E podcast uh, where you... God, why is it so chaotic? <laughs> you did that, you did that on purpose You did that second one on purpose And it was brilliant That's all staying in You look right down the camera You went E-O-N-E E-O-N-E podcast Yeah, just go there. There's some there's some bonus content. We've got like outtakes and bonus pods and all sorts of fun shit for you to listen to. Um right. Okay, I've got an easy wrap up this week. Um so um somewhere in that we actually listened to bits of music and discussed it. 
Um, Matt had the chicken song by Spitting Image Players. We had um, Bobby Darren with Mac the Canife and Camila Cabello and Young Thug with Havana Na Na Na. Um, we also had My Triple, which were Cliff Richard and the Drifters, but not the Drifters, with Living Dull. We had Floyd Kramer's Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Bonanza on the Rebound. And K-Star, A Longer Comes a Love, a song. And Craig's three were George Harry Krishnason um, with <laughs> My Sweet Lord. Um, Slow Greens, Fuck You. And... Elvis Presley's Yorva. Um, all of those songs were kept with a unanimous keep from everyone. So well done to us and well done to you for sticking out this episode. May the circle be unbroken by on by, Lord. By on by, and it goes. It's left to me to say thank you very much for listening, and thank you to Corgi Whale. Uh, uh goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and always a pleasure, Doctor Mealy Oilman. Thank you, sir. I've been Elnath Ward Moat, and we're going to play out with our song of the week. Realistically, I should say this is where we're going to play Elvis, but we're not. We're going to play Floyd Kramer because it sounded ace. Cool. Right. <laughs> not that you snuck that up on me at all there, Matt, so thanks for that. Yeah, mate. Sorry. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> Patreon. Yes.